California has led the nation in fighting Trump on climate change. Jerry Brown, who's governor of what is something like the world's fifth or sixth largest economy, has won major reductions in carbon emissions. But activists say he's failed to take the next step, leaving fossil fuels in the ground. For that story, we turn to Mark Hertzgard. He's the nation's investigative editor-at-large and the author of seven books that have been translated into 16 languages. The most recent one is Hot, Living Through the Next 50 Years on Earth. Mark Hertzgard, welcome back. Good to be here, John. Well, next week is the California Global Climate Action Summit, September 12th to 14th in San Francisco. What exactly is it? It's not a formal United Nations summit, but it is very definitely part of the process uh, that resulted out of the landmark summit in 2015 in Paris, the UN summit that gave us the Paris Agreement that essentially committed the world's governments to keep uh, temperature rise well below 2 degrees centigrade, which is seen as the scientifically sort of the the line between merely dangerous climate change and extremely dangerous climate change. And so this summit is uh, sort of a halfway mark between the 2015 summit and the 2020 summit, uh, where governments will have to announce their actual plans for reaching that goal. And California was chosen for this role because California has such a strong climate uh, record to date. And so the focus at the summit is going to be on very concrete actions, not uh, flowery statements, but sort of sharing best practices. And and not just uh, national governments, but state and local governments around the world saying, this is how you too can reduce your emissions and do it at the same time that you're delivering um, economic prosperity, as California has done. So I understand that the government delegations that are going to be there include China, India, Germany, France, the European Union, Brazil. There's one missing, isn't there? <laughs> you notice that. Yes, there, the uh, United States of Donald Trump is very conspicuously absent. Uh, and you say this is being uh, hosted in California by Governor Jerry Brown because California has taken the lead in reducing carbon emissions. What has California done and what is California doing right now to reduce carbon emissions? California has probably the strongest record of climate action of any major economy in the world. And it has already reduced its uh, emissions to 1990 levels. In other words, the California economy is now now, uh, producing as many greenhouse gas emissions as it did in 1990. That, despite the fact that the economy is probably two or three times larger now and the population is considerably larger. And so that is the first step towards climate stabilization. And Governor Brown, in the year 2015, signed an executive order requiring California to go further, to reduce emissions to 40 percent below 1990 levels, and to do that by the year 2030. That's what California has done. There's another major step in the works, a law mandating a shift to 100 percent renewable electricity. 
by 2045. That's passed the state legislature in California. And as of today, which is Tuesday when we're taping this, it's waiting for Governor Jerry Brown to decide whether to sign it and make it the law of the state 100% clean electricity for the fifth or sixth largest economy of the world. That sounds huge. Will Jerry Brown sign it? And what can you tell us about the politics around this? That would be a major, major uh, step. It would be 100% clean electricity by the year 2045. Now, bear in mind, this is clean electricity, which is not the same thing as clean energy. Electricity is, though, almost half of the total amount of energy used in the United States. So this would be a very, very big deal. It was a very tough fight getting it through the California legislature. They finally passed it at the end of the session. And uh, Governor Brown has not yet signaled whether he's going to sign it. He has until the end of September to decide one way or the other. I would have to say it is hard to imagine that a governor with Jerry Brown's record of achievement on climate change and his clearly demonstrated understanding of just how dangerous climate change is, not only to the state of California, but to uh, our civilization as a whole, it's hard to imagine that Jerry Brown won't sign this. That said, uh, he did not come out in favor of this bill, SB 100, during the wrangling in the legislature. And there were rumors, uh, more than rumors, that he had hinted in a Wall Street Journal piece that uh, in order to sign this bill, he also wanted uh, the legislature to agree to a separate bill, which had to do with the regionalization of the electricity grid in California. And that was a controversial bill. Many environmentalists uh, opposed that. Other environmentalists uh, supported it. But the long and short of it is that uh, that did not pass, that separate bill. So now Brown faces simply an up or down choice on whether he's going to sign this bill that says 100% clean electricity by 2045. It's really hard to imagine that he won't sign it, but we'll have to wait and see. So we've talked about what California has accomplished under Jerry Brown. Now we get to the hard part, what California is failing to do. Many of our friends have organized a group fighting what they call Brown's Last Chance. This is a campaign that will climax at the California Climate Action Summit in San Francisco next week. Tell us about Brown's Last Chance. Brown's last chance, that's a reference to the fact that uh, Governor Brown is termed out and he will leave office in December, having served four terms as California governor. And the activists are saying, uh, as Bill McKibben uh, points out in the special issue of The Nation magazine that we're publishing to coincide with the summit, McKibben points out that Governor Brown has been a terrific first-generation climate leader. He's reduced these emissions that we've already talked about, but... McKibben goes on to say, in the next and and the the new and the next phase of the climate fight, Jerry Jerry Brown is flunking because going forward, it's not enough to reduce emissions. We also have to keep the fossil fuels in the ground. That's based on uh, very firm science that says that if we are going to limit global temperature rise to under two degrees C, as the Paris Accord requires, We've got to leave most of the world's remaining fossil fuels in the ground, especially the coal, but also the oil. So the activists are asking Governor Brown to, first of all, halt all new oil 
production in California and halt all fracking in California. Mind you, that's new oil production. That's, that means new oil wells. Uh, they're not calling for uh, California to halt all oil production immediately. Now, I know you talked to Jerry Brown for the special issue of The Nation magazine on uh, climate change politics, and you asked him specifically about this. What did he say? <laughs> he was not happy to hear that question. We were talking uh, inside the governor's office at the state capitol there, and he was seated on a couch uh, in the office. And when I asked him about this critique by the activist, he nearly leaped off the couch. Uh, he got so agitated, and uh, he started denouncing these activists for what he clearly saw as their naive demagoguery. And he said, you know, basically this this idea of halting all uh, oil production in California, what would happen if I had the dictatorial powers to do that as governor? And all the gasoline stations in, in, in all of California stopped pumping gasoline. What would happen? The governor asked rhetorically. And he said, would there be shootings? Would there be killings? He said, there'd be mass chaos. The public reaction would stop anything like that before you got anywhere close to it. But, but wait a minute. Does the climate change movement want California to eliminate all gas stations next week? Is that the demand? That is not the demand, which I uh, tried to point out to the governor, that he was uh, giving a caricature, really, of what they're asking. The activists are calling for a, a definite, uh, strong reduction, but a gradual and phased and planned reduction over a period of 10 years and more to reduce production of oil in California, in line, by the way, in line with the reduced demand for oil that the governor's own climate plan calls for. So uh, it's not as wild as, as the governor made it seem, and I'm not frankly sure why he uh, persisted in that. I asked his spokesperson later about that, and the spokesperson pointed out, as Governor Brown did too, that California's oil production has already declined. It's gone down almost by half in the last 30 years. But that's not what the activists are saying. The activists are pointing out, look, uh, Governor Brown, during your tenure, during your last eight years as governor, the state has authorized roughly 20,000 new oil wells. And they say when you do that, that all but locks in increased oil production for years to come. And that's what we need to have stopped. And further, the activists say that, that Jerry Brown is not doing this because he's too close to the oil companies. Jerry Brown was too close to the oil companies. What exactly does that mean? The activists uh, point out that Jerry Brown has received a lot of uh, donations over the years from oil companies, uh, millions. And the numbers vary depending on how you count it, if it's to Brown's own campaigns or to the state Democratic Party. But they also dug up a quote that Brown issued, gosh, 20 years ago now, when he used to host a radio show on uh, Pacifica Network. And he talked about how the campaign finance laws in America were an absolute travesty, and they were the reason that the country was in trouble. And he pointed out in his own case, someone asked, well, what about the contributions you got when you were running for president and running for governor of California? And Brown responded, look, uh, you bet I was influenced by those contributions. You think you can take $10 million, $20 million from somebody and have it not influence your judgment? So the activists are now throwing that quote back into the governor's face. 
And when I asked uh, his uh, press secretary about it, uh, the press secretary simply said, look, the governor has taken contributions from many groups, businesses, labor unions, individuals, and his focus is on doing what's right for California. Well, Jerry Brown and his defenders uh, argue that he is leading the fight against Trump on climate change. Trump, of course, wants more fossil fuel extraction, more offshore oil wells, more coal mines. They say it's unfair that Brown not only has to fight Trump on his right, but the climate change activists on his left. What do you say? I think there's a lot to be said for that. I, uh, but I think it's, uh, I put it in a little bit larger context. As I say in my piece in The Nation, the real tragedy here is that both sides might be right about this. That is to say that, yes, we need to keep the, the oil in the ground, but yes, it's very, very hard at this stage of the climate crisis to do as much as we need to do. Because we waited so long to act, we waited 30 years to start taking action, and now the amount that we have to cut emissions, we have to cut them so far and so fast that it is very tough to make that work in the uh, modern political system. You know, Jerry Brown has done more than any other governor on this, and activists want him to do more. They start with the the fact of, of science, which is fair enough, but Brown answers back, well, there are facts and truths of politics and economics as well. And, you know, I'm going to fight the oil industry. I've fought them over and over again, but I can't beat them every time. And that's where I do think the activists are being a little unfair to Brown. You can't say that this guy is, is Big Oil's favorite politician when the thrust of his uh, climate policies for the last eight years has been to go at the core of the oil businesses, uh, oil industry's uh, business model. You know, Jerry Brown is pushing for dramatic and is achieving dramatic reductions in greenhouse gas emissions. If you think that the uh, oil industry is happy with him about that, I'd like some of what you're smoking. Mark Hertzgaard, he wrote the cover story for the nation's special issue on climate change. His piece is about Jerry Brown and the climate wreckers, and it asks, is he doing enough? You can read it at thenation.com. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me, John. You've been listening to Start Making Sense, the weekly podcast of The Nation magazine. You can hear more interviews like this one at thenation.com, and you can subscribe to Start Making Sense at iTunes Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Wiener. Thanks for listening. 